Money FM 89.3 weekend mornings with me, Jason Dacey, in the company of Neil Humphreys, the columnist and the, the award-winning author with the big news this week, Neil, mm. that Tony Adams, the England and Arsenal yes. legend, has thrown his hat officially into the ring to become the next national football coach of Singapore after V. Sundramudi yes. stood aside a few weeks ago. What, what would this mean for Singapore football? Well, um... We, we like Tony Adams, don't we? I know you're friends with Tony Adams, and uh, he comes from my hometown, which I'm very proud of, and I admire his recovery from alcoholism, and he's a massive uh, proponent, exponent of that. He's set up all kinds of charitable works to promote that. You see where this is going, right? <laughs> uh, because yes. I admire Tony Adams as a footballer. I admire him as a man. I admire him as an advocate. But I'm not entirely sure it's the right fit for Singapore football right now. Firstly, because Tony Adams' career hasn't been great. You know, he had as a, a stint, coach. You mean? As a coach, yeah. oh, of course, yeah. as a footballer, it's beyond parallel. Yeah. But as a coach, Wickham Wanderers didn't work out. Portsmouth didn't work well, out. Well, you can say that he did a good job as the assistant to Harry. I was Redmond. just going to add that yeah. if he was an assistant to somebody else, I thought he did a terrific job with uh, Harry Redknapp mm-hmm. at Portsmouth. I they think won the FA Cup. Correct. I think he's a terrific rabble rouser, and I mean that in a positive sense mm-hmm. on the training ground. I think he's a terrific number two. I think as a foil, like Steve McLaren was to Alex Ferguson at Manchester United, I think Tony Adams is ideal. I think if you could have Tony Adams here as a number two to somebody else, but I don't think that would happen. Tony Adams is a number two to Fahdi Ahmad is the dream team for me, but I just don't think that's politically <laughs> going to happen, is it? Um, we Our track record with foreign coaches here has not been great. Raddy Avramovich and Barry Whitbread aside, mm. and I think in fairness to Tony Adams, those two coaches in particular, Raddy Avramovich and Barry Whitbread, do share certain coaching characteristics with Tony. Again, they're rabble-rousers, mm. they get a core of veterans and, and sort of uh, uh, young players together, and they drill them, and they drill them, and they drill them, and they get 110%. I hate those cliches, but they yeah. do. Um, and they do it in such a way that when you've brought in coaches with very airy, fairy ideas, I'm going to play the Belgian model, I'm going to play the Dutch model, I'm not naming names, but we know right. who those coaches yes, are, yes. it falls flat on its face. We're not there yet. So if you could bring Tony in and he drills them and he has a regimented squad and they admire his playing pedigree, you have a chance. But the cultural differences are enormous, as as foreign coaches have discovered at their cost. Indeed, but look at how miserable things are at the moment. Oh, it could be worse. I mean, Singapore, (laughs) 172nd on the FIFA rankings. They won three of 23 matches under Vistra Ndamudi, five draws, 15 defeats. They were bundled out of the Mm. uh, Suzuki Cup a a couple of years ago. Uh, It's, you know, the S-League's been rebranded. Yes, Singapore Premier League, yes. Yes, indeed. But let let me say, when it comes to football here, shouldn't we be looking at just creating attention by bringing a big man in? That I agree with 100%. From purely selfish journalistic reasons, we would both love Tony Adams in Singapore. It would be a massive coup. It would get international attention. But I just don't want it to be a tokenistic thing in the sense that, like it was with Jermaine Pennant, it pretty much went how I expected. And you can read my columns to check it. But I knew there'd be an instant flurry of, uh, you know, uh, interest, public interest, international media spotlight. But it faded away because Jermaine Pennant, bless his little cotton socks, was a spent force by the time he came here. Now, I'm not saying by any measure that Tony Adams is a spent force, but he's coaching pedigree is not quite there. I, I, I'd love him here. I think it would be wonderful. I'd gi- I think it would give the sport an immediate flip. And, and after where we've been, the football we've not been playing, let's be frank, in the last few years, 
Yes, I would like Tony Adams, the man, the personality, the celebrity here. But in terms of coaching, I'm not entirely sure if it's what Singapore needs right now. But look, beggars can't yeah. be choosers. Let's get <laughs> yeah, it right. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. If Tony Adams has seriously put his hat into the ring, and if the FAS are considering his resume right now, I don't know who the other candidates are, but I'd still take Tony Adams. You know? <laughs> exactly. I think Dave Jones, the uh, former Wolves and Cardiff boss, was one of the names mm. there. Terry Butcher, of course, another yes. great uh, defender who played for England uh, you know, a few years, I guess, before uh, Tony Adams. I think, look, I've spoken to Tony about this. He's serious about it. I he, hope so. That's yeah, the key. I yeah, hope he's serious. He's serious about it. Yeah, and he's yeah. worked in Asia before with uh, Chong King Lee Fan. He was That's working right. for the businessman, Mr. Jiang. Mm. And, of course, he had the ill-fated spell Granada. At, at Granada. Seven mm. defeats. But they were already a doomed uh, team. So, yeah, look, I think it's something that he's serious about. I think uh, he's got a couple of offers uh, in Europe that he's considering. But as you mentioned, he needs to prove himself as a coach. He's not there yet. And this is where he can do it. If you say he's serious and it's not a stopgap between business ventures, we don't want another Gary Neville situation where he's juggling so many mm. business, he's wearing so many business hats and he wasn't familiar with the culture. I still think, to use that analogy, I still think Gary Neville could be a, an exceptional coach. But he went into a country where he didn't know the language, he didn't know the culture. OK, it's an English-speaking country here. But Tony Adams has to make a commitment when he comes here, like some of the successes in the past, like David Rocastle in Malaysia and, yes. and, and Ken Shaletto in Malaysia. Yes. These people came to Southeast Asia. They learned the language. In that case, they learned Malay. Mm. If Tony Adams commits for a minimum of two years, he works with Michel Chablon, he looks at the FAS development model and says, this is where I can fit in that model, that long-term model, with Sablon, with Fandi, with the FAS grassroots policy that is now in place. If he makes a commitment to work with the Malay boys, brings on possibly a Malay assistant to help him out, uh, tries to bring in some more Chinese footballers, which is the real key issue here. Mm. If he's willing to do all of that, then yeah, of course, I'm 100% behind him. The man's a local Dagenham <laughs> legend. You know, he captained yeah. England. What do you want? He's a Premier League title winner. Yeah, look, how about he comes in as a stopgap for the Suzuki Cup and maybe someone like Alex Sturic is his assistant along with Fandi Ahmed and gives it a try for a few months because that's not far away. It's November, isn't it? And it's very important to Singapore sports fans. Yes, um, but I'm also a huge fan of Fandi Ahmad, and I think what Fandi Ahmad is doing right now, actually, with the young Lions is, is quite impressive. I do know, I have it on personal authority, I'm sure you do as well, that when it comes to the young Malay footballers, Fandi still remains the one true heroic figure that they will listen to on the training ground. They will adhere to his instructions. And I think that's very, very important. You can't underestimate that. There have been coaches in the past that just haven't had the discipline and the respect that they needed to get the job done. Now and it I helps do, that two of his sons are in the uh, It the certainly squad. does, yeah. but I do believe that if you're going to take that short gap model, Farney with Tony Adams, now that's a dream team. To me, that's a dream mm -hmm. team. We can argue about the semantics, who's number one, who's number two. You can make them joint coach, although it never worked at Liverpool, did it, with Gerard Houllier <laughs> no, and No, it didn't Roy last Evans. long, did it? We can argue about the terminology, who's one, who's two. But Tony Adams and Farney Ahmad in the Suzuki Cup Short, you know, short term, stop gap measure, see where we go. That's a dream team. That's yeah, a dream team. It is. It, it is indeed. But when you look at Singapore football now, and mm. you've been here uh, like 20, years, 20 yeah. years now, how is it now compared to where you've seen it? Oh, this is the nadir. This is the low point. We are in a trough. So if you're talking about Tony Adams, then yes, the only way is up. I, was, I came here just after the Malaysian Cup heyday, obviously, but the, the dream team of 94, Fandi, uh, Lim Tong Hai, you know, all these players, they were still playing in the S-League. And people forget that the S-League stadiums were regularly full back then, 6,000, 5,000. And I still argue it was 
what we call now League Two, but I still believe it was somewhere between second and third division level in English football. Uh, we can prove that by da uh, Daniel Bennett going to Wrexham mm. and doing so well there. They actually wanted uh, Daniel Bennett to stay. And he's still playing. And he's still playing, <laughs> which is a bit of an indictment yeah, yeah. of where we're at. It's not yeah. a reflection of no. Bennett. It's a, it's, a, it's a tribute to Bennett. But it is a slight criticism of both the national and the domestic game that Daniel Bennett is still playing. At the age of 40. And Mustafa is still playing. Yeah. And that uh, Durich went on to... Correct. And Durich went on to 42-43. So there is a problem. There is a huge, massive problem. We are not bringing through the players that we did 10 or 15 years ago. There are all kinds of socioeconomic cultural reasons that we don't have time in this show to get into. But that is the number one priority for Michel Sablon. Bring through younger players. And here's the elephant in the room. Bring through Chinese players. Unless we do that... You can have Pep Guardiola in the, in the dugout, but if 70% of your country, the racial majority of your country, are not considering football as a viable career, nothing's going to change. The thoughts of uh, Neil Humphreys about the vacant Singapore coaching position. Tony Adams has applied, among many other candidates, and the next international action for Singapore will be July, so a decision will be made in the next few months. This is Money FM 89.3.